Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hey there, I hope that you're having a good day. We're going to dig right into our progressive study of glory in the last half of the book of Isaiah. We talked about how that Isaiah was the son of Amos, a prophet to Judah, and the first half of Isaiah is pretty much predicting their fall in the Babylonian captivity. He was reigning at a time when Judah was running to idols. Uh, They would have some periods when they would come back to God. Some of the life of Hezekiah, most of the life of Hezekiah was, was that. But as we think about the general decline of Judah, of course, Isaiah was here telling them that your time is just about up and you're going to go into captivity. But then in the last half of the book, He's actually the prophet of hope. He's telling them that the captivity won't be forever, that they will not be completely destroyed as a nation while they're in that captivity, that he will restore Judah. And most importantly, in the last half of the book of Isaiah, he's telling them that the Messiah is going to come through the lineage of David, which is Judah. And he is restoring that hope and promising them that redemption in the last half of the book of Isaiah. We talked about chapter 48, verse 11 last time. I want us to look real quickly at 49.5, which is the next occurrence of our Kabod word or form of our Kabod word. And as we're thinking about that, let's just notice beginning in verse 1, he says, Listen, O isles, unto me. This is Isaiah talking with the power of the Holy Spirit. And hearken, you people from far. The Lord has called me from the womb, from the bowels of my mother has he made mention of my name. And he's made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand has he hid me and made me a polished shaft. In his quiver has he hid me. And he said to me, Thou art my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be glorified. Now that glorified there is not our word. It's a different Hebrew word. Then I said, I've labored in vain. I've spent my strength for naught and in vain, yet surely my judgment is with the Lord and my work or my recompense is with my God. And now here's our verse, says the Lord that formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob again to him. Though Israel be not gathered, yet shall I be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and my God shall be my strength. And he said, It's a light thing that thou shouldst be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved of Israel. I will also give thee for a light to the Gentiles, that you may be my salvation unto the end of the earth. could be that when we're reading about this person being formed in the womb that in some small uh, sense immediate sense perhaps this could refer to the prophet Isaiah but as we read on down through this passage we have to see that this is referring to the Messiah and we know that from for several reasons I'd like for us to notice first off, though, that verses 1 and 5 are really strong indictments against the abortion industry that's occurring in our nation today. God does the one. God is the one who does the forming 
in the womb and he he puts souls in people from the point of conception and we see that over and over again that the Lord is doing a work here from the womb I also want us to notice that in verses 5 and 6 we notice that God what God is promising here is that when Israel rejects the Messiah that he will be taught to the Gentiles and light will be given to those that are far off or to those that are the Gentiles. I'm going to tell you what I believe. The greatest testimony here that this is talking about Christ is its quotation by Paul over in Acts chapter 13. And in that chapter, he preaches a great gospel sermon at Antioch. And then he says, uh, it was necessary that I'm in the middle of verse 46 here. It was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you. But seeing you put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life. Lo, we turn to the Gentiles. The apostle Paul, of course, was the apostle that was specifically called to make this witness of Christ to those who are far off or those who are the Gentiles. For so has the Lord commanded me saying or us saying, I've set thee to be a light of the Gentiles that thou shouldst be for salvation to the ends of the earth. That's really a quotation from Psalm from Isaiah 49 verse six, as well as a reference to Isaiah 42 verse six. Verse 48 says, And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified, there's a, a dope sword, glorified the word of the Lord, and as many as were ordained to eternal life believed, and the word of the Lord was published throughout all the region. Of course, that made the Jews mad. The Jews were stirred up and raised persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them out of their coasts, the Bible says there. We have Paul and Barnabas teaching and the Jews are rejecting and as they go to the Gentiles they quote from Isaiah 49 verses 5 and 6 really verse 6 there so the question at the bottom of page 51 if you're in the book it's number two if you've downloaded the study says the import of the context is that the gospel will not be exclusively for Judah, but it will also be for those who are far off, says that in verse 1. The context here indicates that Israel would not submit to him and be gathered for his glory, but that the gospel would be taken to the Gentiles when it was largely rejected by the Jews. We're going to study a little bit about that Jewish rejection from Matthew 23, some very politically incorrect words that Jesus said but for now let's just say that we know that Isaiah 49 verse 5 is talking about Jesus because Paul said we are going to turn and be a light to the Gentiles so whatever it was that was this sharp sword in verse 2 the shadow of his hand has hid me and made me a polished shaft. God was about to send a polished arrow to lost humanity. And that's, of course, referring to Jesus Christ because he goes ahead and says, The Lord that formed me from the womb, though Israel be not gathered, I will be glorious in the eyes of the Lord. 
And then I also will give light for the Gentiles. Paul testified that that light for the Gentiles that he was bearing to the Gentiles was Jesus Christ. Hope you're having a good study and a good month so far. Looking forward to the podcast on March 17th, if you're current with us. Have a great evening or a great day. If you find yourself in Huntsville, Alabama, we'd love for you to worship with us at West Huntsville Church of Christ at Providence, 1519 Old Monrovia Road, Northwest. Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m., followed by Bible classes for all ages. We meet again at 5 p.m. for evening worship and at 7 on Wednesday night. Dig a Bit is a production of Digging Deep in God's Word, a Bible study for women. For more information, visit thecolleyhouse.org.